What's up, man? What's good, gang? How you feeling, brother? How to talk to me? How you feeling? Good. Chilling, bro. What's been new, man? What's been your mind? How you? How you really feeling, though, bro? Okay. Talk to me. Man, I'm straight. You know what I'm saying? It's like, um, I mean, it's a good little Saturday morning. But, yeah, in general, I mean, you just be working, living, and trying to figure it out. For trying real, to figure real. it out. Yeah. yeah. That's a constant thing, man, in life, you know? Yeah. Figuring it out. Yeah, bro. Like, that's pretty much the state I've, I've been in all year, you know what I'm saying? Just trying to figure it out, but how about you? How you feeling? I'm making it, you know, I'm making it. I think that uh, the last month, maybe, I wouldn't say it's been a rough month. It's just been like one of those months where you're kind of in in between, more or less than just steady cruising. Mm -hmm. You know, like I've, it's, it's, a, it's a weird battle between embracing being open with yourself, right? Like looking at yourself in the mirror and a battle between kind of seeing what you want to see or what you aspire to see, yeah. right? And uh, it, as crazy as it may even sound, man, it's like being able to be in certain spaces and understand in my life, I guess, like my impact in certain spaces, yeah. it's tough to to internalize, like I don't know how to be what everybody wants me to be. That's like impossible, right? right? It's like a, like I'm, I'm chasing it subconsciously, like I want to be that person or it's cool to be looked at in this way, but ultimately I think when I actually, I'm on the other side of embracing, looking at myself in the mirror, I see that, no, nah, I'm really not, and it's okay if I'm not that um, image that idea that people attribute yeah. to me right so i feel like that's been a, a constant thing for me in terms of like i said kind of like being in, in between yeah. and ultimately um just bro just taking it day by day that's kind of what it yeah, is yeah, yeah. you know yeah i mean yeah, yeah i i feel you on the taking it day by day it's like it's a weird it's like life be weird you know what i'm saying yeah. like i like obviously with the pandemic it's like man i'll be i kind of be in this state of like you know this was like state of yearning all the time you know what i'm saying like whether it's career you know what i'm saying or romantically or like you know just any outside like aspirations or goals and stuff like that but pandemic kind of stagnated a lot i'll be feeling stagnant it's weird it's like i don't know it's like things just be feeling kind of up in the air so it's like when you're in this mode like as far as music goes bro it's like uh when you in when you in that it's like you constantly chasing you know what i'm saying you constantly chasing like success trying to like you know, achieve whatever it is you're trying to achieve yeah. within that realm. It's like, 
sometimes I just be feeling like, bro, what, what am I really doing? You know what I'm saying? Like, everything's just, I don't know. It's like, so basically what I'm trying to say is like, you know, like, yeah, it's a grind. I be grinding a lot in life, but then I'm also on the other end of it kind of like, bro, I just really, I don't even, like, I don't be feeling like I have that much con- control anyway, you know what I'm yeah. saying, as much as yeah. I might think that I do. Because, yeah. I mean, it's like no one saw none of this coming, you know what I'm saying? Everybody kind of got their own narrative of like, oh, you know, when I'm, because I just turned 24, you know, so like, I'm at the age where it's like, bro, everybody kind of like, you know, by this time, by 30, I'm going to be here, or by, you know, by this time, we'll be doing this, and it's like, life just kind of throws things at you, you know, and it's like, I guess I'm in a space where it's like, chasing and grinding, but then I'm also trying to acknowledge how much I can't control, how much I don't know what's going to happen next. So do you think that, well, my question to you would be like, do you think that your lack of control or understanding that you have a lack of control, do you think that that contributes to how you will perceptionalize your grind in a sense? Like, do you think, do you like amount your grind to like, what am I doing this for because of the fact that you have no control? Or is that just a, you know, a revelation that you just have exclusively connected to you grinding so much that it feels like, it can feel like, you know, what's the point? Like, what am I, what's my aim? Where am I even going? Like, yes. you know what I mean? Yeah, it like, it be feeling like that, like at times, like it be like, bro, what? What's what's the point? But I don't know. It's it's like I guess yeah. I guess it's it's like I I'm a passionate person. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. So everything that everything that I want to do is pretty much the the kind of reaffirming thought every time but yeah I run into it's like I'm constantly running into like damn what, why am I so caught up on this one specific aspect of my art or or you know just things of that nature I guess you know so yeah and it becomes an addiction ultimately right like how you channel that passion or you channel that drive because honestly, man, think about it, like, you know, as a passionate person myself as well, like, I always, in some sense, would see myself becoming a little bit obsessed with the things that I'm passionate about, like, while doing them, because I'm so passionate to somebody else, it might look crazy, right? Um, it might look insane, it might look like I'm losing my mind, but in reality, you know, I just really care about this thing so much, um, and to someone who isn't maybe as passionate, maybe in just in life, you know, because... Passion, bro, I feel like, you know, it drives ultimately in so many different channels in life, but it's that one thing that um, you might see it more in ultimately, or you might see it just generally on somebody like, yo, this dude is passionate about everything. Like, his passion, you can just feel it. You can just feel, right, like how how enthused, how driven, you know, how uh, determined this guy is in everything, the way he speaks, the way he thinks, you know, the music he makes, right, the sports that he plays, like, you see it, um, but from someone as passionate and as well as you, I could see it as maybe becoming like an addiction, like you become obsessed with 
the thing that you are ultimately in love with. Like you become obsessed with uh, being great at it or you become obsessed with making something perfect maybe, right? Like does that translate or do you resonate with that uh, idea of it becoming an obsession or 100%. some sense like that? 100, 110%. I mean, I'm definitely like, I've been obsessed with making music past 10 years. Word. You know what I'm saying? It's like, now whether or not it's healthy is a question I don't really have an answer to. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because it's like, I mean, and I guess that, that kind of, that kind of like, I guess that that plays a role too in like wondering, wondering what I'm doing it for. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like with music, as the as the example, it's like during these past two years, it's kind of felt like the whole thing be so based like making it music, bro. Be feeling like so. Uh, it'd be like a commodity, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like the things I be hearing in the music industry, like they that that people be wanting artists to do, you know what I'm saying? Like the way people kind of be made to sell themselves now, it's like, you know, me as a, as a kid coming up who was really just making beats in my basement, I got obsessed with that, you know what I'm saying? Right. I got obsessed with writing songs, I got obsessed with the art. And it's like, bro, I'm trying to make it in a in a in a in a music game. And it don't really making it don't got nothing to do with music. You know what I'm saying? It got everything to do with all the the online stuff. Yeah. And it's like the past two years it's all, you know, well not the past two years, but like, you know, twenty twenty it was like I spent all year on my phone. Yeah. You know, really not doing nothing else. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I'm just kind of at a point where I'm like, man, like I be feeling, I be feeling drained. Like nowadays, bro, I be feeling drained and I don't know why. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what I, I don't like. Like, I, I, like this state of exhaustion and drain and yeah. stuff like that. Mood be all weird. Um, and not really knowing why, but I, I, I kind of attribute it to, you know, what, I, what we were saying about just the chase and then that kind of obsession and stuff that comes with it. I definitely, it's like, for me, bro, I definitely be feeling obsessed, but it becomes concerning when it's like you're obsessed with something that seems like don't matter yeah. in the grander scheme of what you're trying to do. Right. But it should matter. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, artists should be able to, like, make good art and yeah. be about good art. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's like, it's not, it'd be feeling like it's not about that, you know? In the world, man, now it's like, you know, things, things transform, bro. Like, things, we say evolve, but in my opinion, I, at least in a creative sense or in the art world, things have digressed. And that, in the way that you just explained, like where it's not even about the art anymore, it's about so many other elements. It's to the point where it strips the artists of their identity. It makes them question themselves. Um, and because now, I was just talking about this the other day, man, it's like now we are living in a market where 
it has to be marketable. The person has to be marketable. The object has to be marketable. Whatever it is that you're doing has to be marketable. Um, the way that kids are introduced, right, to to anything now is through the lens of it has to be marketable. So now when someone's thinking about how talented they are at painting this painting or, excuse me, um, or, you know, even making this beat, they're thinking about a way that they can profit off of it. Like, naturally. Bro, when I was a kid, I didn't think about making money as an artist. I didn't think about making money as a football player. I didn't think about going to the NFL when I played Little League football, right? Like, I thought about going to have my game and eating some hamburgers and fries afterwards, right? Like, I didn't think about the the whole scheme of, dang, how can I make it, bro? Like, how can I make it big? Now, that is literally what they're how, how it is that they're presented. So now, when they reach a point where they have this, they have this, uh, this, 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 this project or this, you know, this thing. Now it's another layer to that. Now it's stressful because, man, how am I going to sell this to the people? Yeah. You know, who's going to buy this? Who's going to buy into this? Yeah. When it's not, like you said, it's not really about the art anymore. Nobody sees that first. They see the person. They see what the person stands for. They see if they can sell it to this pe- these people. They see if this person is willing to conform to. Right, become what the company or what have you wants them to become. So yeah, it's a lot, bro. It's layers. Yeah, it's like that, and it'd be like the followers, the likes. Like it'd be all these numbers. Like oh, like how many, how many, how many followers this person got? You know what I'm saying? Like how many, how much engagement are they getting? You know what I'm saying? Stuff like that. I, it's like, you know, it's a lot. It's a it's a lot to it's a lot to uh, to take in for real, but you know I guess it's like like I said as far as as far as that type of stuff it's like this was I signed up for you know what I'm saying so the question keeps lingering it's like well what am I you know what I'm saying what am I what am I doing what am I doing that for Right. Type thing. But you and your music. I've heard it. You know, I listen to your music. Yeah. Oh, I thank you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, bro, it's really dope. I think that you have a unique sound. Um, it complements a lot of how you are as a person, even too. Like, you know, really, it's not going to sound right, but soft in the sense. Like, <laughs> you know, yeah, like chill, you know, lay back, right? Like, you know, I mean, you have definitely a texture to your to your to your music that's very consistent. Um, you for sure have your own. You have your own. I think you have like your own like catalog, right? In that sense, like you're in your own little category. Um, so, me experiencing that, right, and then like you know meeting the person, um, getting to know the person is an interesting dynamic because I see no differences yeah. from at least how I'm listening to the music. Right. right? And fire. I, you know what I mean? Like I don't see any like real separation. Cause you can meet somebody who's an artist, man, and they're completely different from what you would think, right? Like you meet artists who are completely open and vulnerable in their music, but completely reserved and closed off in real life or are just a complete opposite. They might be humble in their raps or their songs, what have you, and then in real life they're just egotistical, narcissistic, right? So you're definitely like the epitome of 
and I'm just speaking from how I listen to your music. I, I don't know how everybody else does, but I can't explain the you know what happens in my mind when I'm listening to it, but it makes sense to the person how I connect it, yeah. right? So, you know, from your experience, you know, how is it that you're able to, if it is your angle or if it's what you're doing, mm-hmm. how are you able to connect the person with the artist or are the artist and the person to you the same thing? Yeah, like what is it? Yeah, that's yeah, that's interesting. I never thought about that. Uh, I mean, I think they're the same. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I think okay. So it's definitely different. Like Daniel Hex is like kind of a, a character to me. You know what I'm saying? Like, cause my like my real name is Royce. My middle name is Daniel. And I got Dan. I got Hex out of a cartoon. I made the name. I made that name when I was like 15. So, I mean, I really like when I'm making music, I pretty much am just being myself. So, I guess that's like where the the connection is. But it's different though, for sure. But I, I mean, I think like, I don't know. I feel like you kind of. At least for me, I definitely have like different versions of myself. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know if I necessarily, you know, am the same all the time. You know what I'm saying? But as far as art, like, yeah, it's literally just, I'm just pulling from life. You know what I'm saying? Sonically and stuff, it's like, I'm pulling from basically stuff I grew up listening to. Right. You know what I'm saying? Just kind of regurgitated in a modern way, you know, but, um, yeah, bro, it's, it's definitely, yeah, it's definitely, like, just me being me mm-hmm. type thing, so, yeah. Um, I was gonna ask you, bro, like, as far as, so as far as, like, the world that you're creating right now, mm-hmm. like with the podcast. Yeah. We're on episode two right here, right. live and direct. I mean, we're here, man. We're yeah, that's what Yeah, we're, we're here. Yeah. Um, I guess, like, where where do you kind of pull from in, in that sense? Like, what, it's like, because for me, making music is like, I pretty much know that I'm like a product of growing up listening to Kanye. Or like yeah. Frank and like, and naturally I'm like watching them like yeah, I'm trying to be like them one day. Mm-hmm. So for you, when you're creating your world, what's kind of like, what, what do you, what is like the main things that drive you? Oh man, so that's a good question. Uh, that's a great question because I think I meditate on that so much. That was kind of the way I asked was kind of like broad. You know, it's I, I processed it for sure. <laughs> it was a very broad question. No, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Um, man, I don't know. I think since I was a younger man, since I was a young bull, for real, it was like one of those things that I've always had a passion for people, right? Like I've always, you know, I love to be around people. I love making new friends at the baseball field, right? Like I love like just 
having new experiences with people. Um, and so ultimately, on the front end, what drives it is God. That's like, period, man. Like, he, you know, he is the biggest part of my life. So my whole, like, mantra and kind of what it is that I'm pushing and serving other people is just an extension from my life to my podcast. So that's kind of what I'm looking to do in the podcast is just to serve people. Yeah. You know, like, use my platform for situations like this, right? Conversation. Um, collaboration, creativity, right? Learning, just just kind of bridging the gap between this space and that space and bringing it together, mm-hmm. right? Ultimately, I want to just be a great example, um, to be honest, you know? And I, and I say that in, like, the least, like, self-righteous way. Like, I really do want to be a good example. That's what I strive for, right? But I, I pull for sure from God. That's, that's firstly, but then ultimately, I'm not ultimately, but then secondly, it's... it's just again, my passion for people and my passion for um, what is it? It's the what's the right word? Community, mm-hmm. community. You know, I'm I'm creating this community, yeah. right? Like this world is isn't just mine. You know, it's ours. So this, you know, full circle. That's what full circle even. That's what full circle means. You know, it means a moment that makes sense. Right? Boom. This was. The moment, like right place, right time, right now, like this is it, right? Um, and you understand something. It's like when you're in a good friend group, you call it your circle, right? Mm-hmm. Right. When you're in the community, it's usually measured in around in a radius, radius, diameter, circle, mm-hmm. right? So when I say full circle, I mean something complete, right? And the community is within that circle, and so. This is an extension to anyone and everybody who can be a part of it, who's watching it even. Like, it's not even really about me, right? Like, I'm not even, I'm barely creating it, honestly. I think that I'm more or less delegating the, the idea so everyone buys in. And then once you're a part of it, once you're attached, you're in. You know, people watch the podcast, man. I want them leaving feeling like this is something that they can be a part of. Um, something that they relate with, whether it's whether I'm talking to a music artist, whether I'm talking to an architect, whether I'm talking to an entrepreneur, I want them to feel as though there's something that they can resonate with, which is why I'm grateful and I'm indebted, honestly, to anybody and everybody, including you, who come on to it and, and enter the community, right? Because one, one thing you said to me that's super interesting, um, when, we, when, we, uh, when we had that conversation before, you said, how can you serve the podcast? And I think that attitude is like key because you are serving the podcast, literally. Like you, you, you are. Um, you don't know. Like you're literally helping, maybe, or you're enlightening, maybe, someone who's watching on the other end. Mm-hmm. So just as much as I'm a part of this, and just as much as this is my podcast, this is literally our podcast. I refer to the podcast as our podcast, not mine. Right? I refer to um, everybody who's watching, not the audience, but the community, because they're a part of it. So it's a, fami- it's a familial effort. It's, it's not even about me, man. So that's kind of where I draw everything from. And, 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 I, and I do draw inspiration from other places, right? Like with music, and yeah. I look at the pioneers before us who have created their own spaces as well. Kanye's a great example, right? You talk about Kanye, man. Kanye and his documentary, like you would have never thought he went through all of that, right? 
to come this far and to be where he's at and the mark and the the mark that he's made on um, the, in the industry and the world on the culture. Imagine telling everybody you got an idea and you got a plan and everybody calling you crazy and they don't believe in you, yeah. right? Of course you're gonna look like an idiot. You're gonna look crazy to them, right? Um, and, and so having that much belief, that much passion, like we were just talking about, mm-hmm. will make you look like you're just insane to other people, right? I sat on this podcast for four years, five, four, five, really my whole life, but like consciously for like four, five years, mm-hmm. um, telling everybody about it. wasn't doing nothing about it, man, until I actually pulled that plug and made that made it happen. So it's making sense because it's full circle. It, it happened when it was supposed to. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't have been the same if it was two years ago. I wasn't ready, yeah. right? So. Yeah, you know, I, I draw inspiration just generally from everyone, God, um, and obviously those those pioneers in other industries that one like one Kanye. So. Right. Yeah, man. That's how you build in community. Yeah. You build in, yeah. Yeah, bro. No, that's I I feel that. I mean, it's it's interesting, bro. Like it's interesting just seeing because I mean. You also do photography. Yeah. You do other stuff, and yeah. it's like it'd be interesting seeing people kind of like just embark into their worlds in different ways. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, that's that's fire. And it's not tough though, right? Like it's not. It, it's it's. That's why I don't use. I don't try to put people in boxes because everybody's capable of so many things like you know yeah i'm a photographer but i also have a heart i'm not limited right like i'm an artist you know what i'm saying and i believe embracing that is so important because there's a lot of people out here man like in the field that aren't embracing everything that they can do for real they think that they have to be in this box oh i'm just this it doesn't make sense for me to try this because a lot of it might be attached to the marketability of it. Like, ah, I'm not gonna be successful in this. They don't look at it as like a, I love doing this, I'm low-key passionate about this too. It's more of a, will I be successful? Will I make an impact? Yeah. Everybody looking to make an impact. Or it's like, or, yeah, or just like, it's about what other people think all the time. Sure. Like, sure. like what, what, like, I mean, it's basically marketability, like you said. Like, what people get in that mindset of, trying to put themselves in a box or like do one specific thing and yeah I mean that's part of why I asked you because I'm like bro I know you be in different bags you know what I'm saying this is just this is just one of them that's kind of like it, c- connecting people together you know what I'm saying but yeah I mean it's it's interesting like because it it kind of goes back to what I was saying like I'll be thinking about like how much of us being online all the time, seeing each other's lives 24-7, like looking at IG stories or like whatever, like how much of that is good for us, you know? Like, because it just be all this like comparison, all this like, um, all these kind of, parameters of expectation of like what what we're supposed to be doing because of what the next person is doing or 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 the person that's in your field that also does you know music or 
or, or, or just in the same career field as you, you know what I'm saying? It's like, how much of us being plugged into each other all the time is that, like, is that healthy type thing? Like, I don't know. That's, that's something I'll be thinking about a lot. Some people have healthy relationships with social media. Um, allegedly. I would say, no, not at all. Like, you know, I think about how consumed you can become by something, right? Like, if you have a new video game, you know, your PlayStation or something, you play that game every day, you wake up every day playing that game. In the morning, it becomes a part of you, like, that's not healthy, right? Because you're just consumed by playing this game all the time. Like, you do this, you live by the game. I would say social media is kind of like a game. It's like, it's levels to it. And I don't mean that, like, no pun intended. Like, but it's just like, that was <laughs> literally no pun intended in what I just said. But no, like, it, it, it feels like a whole nother world. You literally are seeing what you want to see all the time until something crazy happens and you're not seeing what you want to see and then boom, it's back to normal, back to regular programming. Uh, I don't believe that there's a way, I mean, and this is my own view, bro, it might be cynical, I don't know, but I personally don't believe that there is a healthy way to have a relationship with social media um, in the most extreme sense, like, oh my goodness, this is really good for me, because there is a way to manage it and a way to tell yourself, like, okay, I'm okay, but for anyone, I believe the only way to have a healthy relationship with social media is to just not be on it to be real, because it influences you. It changes your perception and way of thinking. Um, it makes you question things. It gives you opinions. Mm -hmm. Ones that you probably would be better off, be better off not having, right? Um, and, you know, for me, uh, I think I go through, I'm, I'm in waves. Like, you know, I'm not like super plugged in to my social media. Like, I'm not plugged into my Insta or, like I definitely am not plugged into Twitter. I haven't been on Twitter in like two years. I think I just made a Twitter for the podcast and that was it, but I don't even be on that because like Twitter is just not, a, for me, it's not a good platform. Um, but I ultimately, I'm, I'm on and I'm off, but then you get stuck in the... Why you say it's not a good platform? You say what? Why you say Twitter is not a good platform? Because Twitter, in my own experience, just outside of even what I'm doing with the podcast, Twitter has, I've had a very negative experience with Twitter because of how, what's the word, how abrasive it is. Twitter is the only platform that allows like open pornography. Mm. Like that's crazy. You remember Tumblr used to do that too? Tumblr used to do that too, yeah. And then they stopped it. Yeah, yeah. And I think that, you know, kids are on this. Yeah. Like when I was a kid, bro, like I, I didn't have access to that like that. Like it wasn't just in my face. I had to go looking for it. But now there are things like that or like videos, even on Twitter, like they allow videos of, you know, things happening in other countries, people getting killed, point yeah, blank, yeah. shot in the head, yeah. sliced off, like just very graphic things. And I, don't, that I do not think that, you know, it's, I put it this way, it's great to be aware, but I think we're too aware to a point where it's like, it affects everything. It affects everything. Like things that don't even, things that, we normally wouldn't in the past have opinions on or 
perspective on and we now do and we're forced to right and and I, again I, I i i sympathize and i empathize with a lot of the tragedies that i see that's happening in other countries and or just anywhere else but it's like very detrimental to my mental health to see it over and over and over again especially if there isn't any real effort from the people that can do something about it that's being you know that's being pushed you know i'm just constantly seeing bunch of crazy things. So Twitter, friends, like I say, Twitter was just a place where I think Twitter desensitized me to a lot of things. It desensitizes everybody. But I think Twitter, because it had no real regulation to what we could put out there, you wouldn't imagine the things I've seen on Twitter, bro. And to the point where we see it now, it's just like, dang. Yeah, I, yeah you know? bro. I, like, I ain't gonna lie, bro. Like, people dying, yeah. it don't, like, affect me. You know what I'm saying? Like, at this point, like, seeing it like on Twitter and stuff like that, it'd be like, like you said, it'd be like, dang. And that's, like, kind of the emotional bandwidth I have at this point. You know what I'm saying? And then I'll feel guilty about that. Yeah, bro. <laughs> like, I'll yeah, be like, bro. man, I, like, because... Yeah, I don't know. I would like the 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 shooting that had just happened, right? Right. I kind of went through this whole thing mentally where I for one, I was actually not on my phone like that. I don't remember what. I think I was busy or something. Mm -hmm. And I kind of found out about it a little bit later. Mm -hmm. And the the following day, all I was seeing was people basically reposting the the info on that like reposting how many people passed yeah. you know and but also it was a it was a post going around that was kind of like a cycle I don't know if you saw you probably saw but like it was like this cycle that someone drew that was like people talk about an event that happens and, oh, yeah. they, and then they don't basically they don't talk about it and then it, it blows over yeah. and um a lot of times when something happens, like what, like a, a tragedy or, you know, uh, injustice, th things like that happen, people get to posting, and then it, bec it becomes this, like, elephant in the room of, like, if you're not posting this, too, like, then you look like a bad person. Exactly. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I've been thinking about that because I'm like, bro, first of all, that incident was horrific. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, I do want to clarify that. But when I'm seeing people post it, I'm kind of like, man, especially with seeing people post that, that chart, it's like, well, all right, what are we, what are we doing by just constantly, like, It'd be feeling like force feeding to me, you know what I'm saying? I like I don't I don't get it at this point. I don't get what we're even supposed to do yeah. with with this information that you know what I'm saying? People dying, people, you know what I'm saying? Injustices and stuff. It's like, bro, what are we really supposed to? As far as social media goes, mm -hmm. why why do I feel like why am I feeling guilty for not posting this? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, why is that a thing that we 
You know, dude, why, like, why do we put so much weight on stuff like that? Like our reaction to, to, to what's happening. Yeah, no, that's fair. And I think it's on the same, in the, on the flip end, it's unfair to, I think, put anybody in that box that, oh, I didn't see this person repost this. Like they're not being sensitive to it or they don't care about it. Like I've, I've heard it in real life, like from people in my own life, like, yeah. you know, I don't understand why people are not reposting or people are, you know, basically not including themselves in the whole social media frenzy of it, right? And I ultimately think with that whole situation, and rest in peace to all of the people that died, I definitely think with that situation, I haven't, it's one of those things where you can process it or you can kind of flee from it. Like, because like for me, I mean, I'm not gonna lie, bro, I, I don't like talking about it as much because it's like one of those things that, like, okay, I'm talking about it, I'm going through it, and it sucks. Like, that, that sucks. Like, that's a, because that, that's, a, that's a very, very loaded conversation because you're talking about kids, we're talking about freedom, we're talking about the unexpected, right? Stuff that we used to do as kids, we used to have uh, cold red drills, tornado drills, lockdown drills, you know, growing up in elementary school, high school. And off of the thought that maybe this could happen hypothetically, it was always a hypothetical. I had never experienced a shooting in real life, right? In my school experience. So now the conversation is the principal's gonna have the assembly for the kids, Okay, guys, we're gonna have this many lockdown drills this year because we had we 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 have had a shooting at this school years ago or last year. We had three shootings in the past twenty years, and it's happened. So we want to be prepared. We don't want to not be prepared anymore. So now the conversation is: it's happened before. We have to be prepared this time. Not, guys. I know this is funny. I know you guys don't take it serious. I, but I mean, you never know. It could happen. Like the conversation is now. No, this literally can. It's possible. So it's, it's layered in that sense. But now it's like, man, we're the generation now where in a couple of years, some of us going to have kids, bro, you know, married with kids. And now we have to think about, man, do I want to send my child to school? To public school. But not even that. Like, do I want to send my little kid, my little girl, my little son to elementary school, to preschool? To Like, do I want to, like, should I, like, am I safe to go to my own church? Like, that's the conversation now. Like, it's not... There's no more, like, because, mind you, a lot of these incidents, not, they're not incidents, a lot of these unfortunate events where these people decided that they wanted to go and they wanted to kill a bunch of people, little kids or black people or uh, Asian American people or Hispanic people, decided that they wanted to do this. They did it outside of the, they, they were from outside of the community, most of them. So that, that makes it even tougher because now we're talking about just random people who are at home, like writing notes and doing these things, deciding they want to drive however long to another community and terrorize that community. Community, I just want to say thank you to anyone who's made it this far. Your listening, your support does not go unnoticed, and it is very much so appreciated by the Full Circle team. At this time, I want to extend a notice that we have pulled this section of the conversation out of the podcast due to the sensitivity of the topic and recent events regarding the Uvalde shooting. Our deepest prayers and condolences are sent out to the victims' families 
and the people involved on that tragic day. It's at this moment that we would like to extend a moment of silence on behalf of the lives lost. It's just like, man, at, at, at what point can we kind of like figure out healthier ways? Because the social media thing, bro, it just be feeling like suffering 24-7. Like, even when, it, even when it's good, it be feeling like different ways of suffering. Mm -hmm. And it's scary. Like, you kind of mentioned earlier the... Um, you had, you had said, uh, would you want to have your kids go to public school, yeah. you know, or, or go to school in general, you know what I'm saying? Like, and I'd be kind of wondering that too, like, you know, in this world, the way, the direction the world is headed, headed in, what, what, like, what would be the best thing I would want for my kids? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Even like going to school, but it's like, do I want my kids like mm -hmm. having phones? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Having social media, like, cause okay. you feeling wicked, bro. Bro, yeah, yeah, it's 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 bad wicked out here, bro. Ultimately, yeah. Um, and uh, I think to even cap that off, really, it's like, you know, it is a tragedy. It's sad as heck, bro. Like, I don't even. That's why I kind of don't. I know I kind of just went on a little tangent about it, but I really. That's why I don't like talking oh, about it because it's it's sad, bro. It's tragic. It's it's something that personally, like people deal with. Like, bro, I was dealing with it, and I, I It didn't happen to me, and I felt the weight and the heaviness of those burdens that a lot of those parents felt. I don't know what it feels like to lose a kid, mm -hmm. however, but I felt that sadness. I felt that grief, even from where I'm at right now. It's all the way in Texas. Um, so I definitely just, I, I, I sympathize and I want to speak on it very carefully because I don't understand that. I don't understand any of it, period. Like even the past stuff, right? But, um, man, children died. They didn't even know, you know, so it's, they didn't know they were going to that day. And, uh, so ultimately, yeah, that question about, you know, do I want to send my kids to school? That's a real question and something to really consider, uh, as, future parents, or even new parents now, like people that got kids now, like they might take their kids out of school and homeschool them. Um, but I kind of want to, I kind of want to transition and, and touch on that aspect on your end when it comes to that next generation, right? That, um, if that's something that you even think about, you know, in your life, if, if, it, if it could be possible, if that's something that you want, like having a family. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah, right. So, so having a family, I know I want to be a father. I want to be a husband. I want to um, I want to have a big family, right? I want to have six kids, bro. Like, I want to, I mean, I want to I want to have, you know, the minivan, you know what I'm saying, the Mercedes Benz, uh, what's that, the camper, you know what I mean? Like, I want to have the dad camper. I want the whole thing, a whole shaman. Right, I yeah, desire I that. That's something that I want very, very much. So, so I, so my question to you is like, do you, obviously, do you see yourself, you know, as a father? And then, do you, what do you like? What do you aspire to teach your kids or kind of pass down to your kids? Because I know you do music, yeah. right? And I and I know that that might be very prevalent in your life and their life, yeah. but you know, as 
Like, how do you gauge that? Like, how do you yeah. gauge that for yourself in the future? Yeah, like, that's kind of the ultimate goal, to be a great parent, you know what I'm saying? Like, I want a family. Man, like, I want a big family. And with my kids, it's like, I just want to be able to create the opportunity for them to do whatever they want to do. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want my kids to be able to, you know, kind of come into this world um, just happy. You know what I'm saying? Come in, like, that's the main thing. It's like, with music and everything, yeah, I'd, like, it would be interesting for my kids to do music. You know what I'm saying? I could pass probably a lot down to them, but, you know, I would love to have a basketball player. Okay. I would love to have, you know, I don't know, like what, whatever my kids want to do for real. Yeah. But, you know, m- the main thing is like me creating a life or creating an opportunity for them to have a life where they're just like doing what they want to do, you know what I'm saying? And just happy. That's the main thing I want out of that. That's cool, bro, to, to want your kids to be free, right? To like, to be free to choose. Uh, to like, you know, be themselves and figure it out. Cause I think, I don't know if you've experienced this, but I know I kind of have a little bit, right? I played football, right? Growing up, I played football, I was big into football. I played my entire life, I played from when I was five up until I was 17. And I was pretty good at it. And my, I didn't, but I didn't start because my dad wanted me to or anybody. I started because, no lie, I wanted to date a cheerleader. Really? Yeah, like that was my motivation for everything, bro. Like, I want a cheerleader as my girlfriend. Like, that's, I mean, bro, like the first song I ever released was, it was a song about a girl I was trying to date. A word. Yeah, I was 14. Boy things, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Like, you know, so I, I feel where you're coming from. But, okay, so you started. Football and you yeah. got called, but you was really awesome trying to get with the cheerleader type of. Yeah, bro. Like I was, you know, I was. I mean, I was a lover boy, bro. Growing up, I still, I still kind of am a lover boy. Um, and man, like it's it's crazy because I, I would just I would legit be moving in slow motion, and you know I would just be moving around, just daydreaming about just girls and being like, oh my gosh, I got a crush on her. And, and so like for me, I was introduced to football. Boom. I was playing with my cousin, that's my best friend, and my uncle was coaching me, so it was like the best of both worlds. And he coached me up until I went to high school, but I think my biggest fear and what grew inside of me was I don't want to discipline my father. Not that he was even that kind of guy, I just kind of, my dad, he was more reserved and more like hard when I was, when I was younger. Now I and him are really cool. We've always been cool, but like, you know, him and my mom, like they were my two number one fans, and so, in football, and so I felt the pressure of dang, man, I got to make it to the league. I got to, you know, take it to the next level. Because I wasn't, like I said, I wasn't, you know, I wasn't, I was really good. Like, I stopped my senior year of high school. My, the first game, we went against King. Uh, I got a concussion. And that was my third in, like, one year. So I couldn't play for the rest of the year. And I could have went to college and played, right? I could have taken that and went to college. But, bro, I think during my concussion, I confronted the fact that I just wasn't passionate about football anymore. So that's when I went into therapy, and I had my first therapy session. And my therapist at the time, he wasn't my therapist, I just kind of tried it out, so I only had one session. But it changed my life. 
Um, my therapist basically helped me tell my parents, like, yeah, I don't want to play football no more. Because I, 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 I went to the All-American Combine. I was ranked. I was, oh, yeah, was going you know, crazy. I was doing my thing, yeah. man. I was really, I was having fun yeah. for the most part. But it just wasn't something that I actually wanted to do, which was crazy because I felt like I was living somebody else's dream. Going to the NFL was never my dream. Even when I, I got to like high school. You living your parents' dream? Not even my parents' dream, bro. Like, I think I think my coaches are my family's. Like everybody in my family was. Every time I went around, I'm like yo, football, 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 football. Yo, you got a game this week? Yo, football, football. So when I stopped, everybody got quiet, and that's when I knew, like, yeah, man, they wasn't really rocking with me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I think it's huge that. Because I mean, I'm sorry, I'm backtrack. Because when I told my father, like, yeah, dad, I don't want to play football no more. Son, he was like, son. I didn't even really want you to play football either. I think football is dangerous. You know, I think oh, I think fire. God I think God was looking out, man, with this concussion because you you know, you've always been talented and multifaceted into so many things, son. I want to see you just spread your wings and go. Right, yeah. You know, so I was just like taken back, bro, and I was really it was emotional for me at the time because I'd expect it so differently. I mean, I didn't think he was gonna be mad or anything like that. I just thought that he's gonna be questioning me, like, yo, like why are you Son, you have a God. He always said you had a God-given talent in football. Why would you stop? So I thought, like, okay, if I stop, then he can be mad. Like, I'll stop. Disappointed. He might resent me in some way, which is not fair. But then again, it might happen because dads do that. Um, so the effect it had on me was pivotal. So I know that having that ideology and just having that reality that you're living in right now with the I want my son or my daughter to do whatever it is that they want to do. Like, I want them to figure it out. Yeah. It's beautiful. Because it goes back to what we were saying earlier about, like, not putting yourself in a box and, like, just having all types of, like, I got little siblings, right? Yeah. So I, I, so I got three sisters and one brother. And it's like watching them grow up, it'd be like every year is something new. Like, like my, my, my oldest little sister, she like for a second i was like yo she about to be a director like she's she's <laughs> like she about yeah. to make movies yeah. like it's just you know what i'm saying then it was like she she only 13 you know what i'm saying but she be like doing hair bro she be doing people hair it be looking like people came out the salon you know what yeah, i'm saying and i'm yeah, like yeah. yo like you know you kind of good at a lot of stuff and you kind of take interest in a lot of different things like you know and it's, you know, I noticed, I don't know if this is like a black people thing, but you kind of touched on it. Like, you go around family, they kind of pin you to whatever thing, like like the football thing. It's like, oh, football, football, football. It's like, you know, I really, I definitely be wanting to see more of like, you know, conversation. It don't even got to be a conversation, but like just the, how you feeling? You know what I'm saying? Like, not. What not everything come down to what you about to do in life yeah. type thing. Oh, that's dope. You know what I'm saying? But um, that's kind of deep. I'm not gonna lie. You know, kind of <laughs> deep. Kind of deep. <laughs> deep. But uh, yeah, bro. I mean, that's interesting. Like, bro, I play because I played basketball. I wasn't I wasn't nearly as sweet as you were at football at basketball. I was like straight. You know what I'm saying? But my dad was definitely pissed. My dog. Yeah, when I stopped. I stopped when I was sophomore. Okay, junior year, I stopped. And my dad was like, so 
I kind of was like, all right, I don't really want to play no more before the season started. And my mom and daddy was like, man, what? Like, go, like what? Like, play. You know what I'm saying? We didn't, you know, put money into camps, all types of stuff. So I went to the tryouts, and I didn't make it. So they was, like, mad at me, like, on some, like, oh, you probably just intentionally played bad to not make the team. And I'm like, no, nah, I just didn't want to play. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It is like, it kind of just worked out that way. And my parents, I mean, they got over it. You know, it was, it was cool. But um, the sports thing, you know, coming up, it's, it's weird because that, that lifestyle will kind of really pull you in. It's like all you, all you do. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It, it, you definitely got to be committed. Like, you definitely got to really be like, yeah, this, this is like what I want to do. Mm-hmm. And um, I mean, that's part of the reason why I kind of veered more towards art because it, it felt more open-ended. You know what I'm saying? Like being, like being in music, it don't feel like you're just working towards being in music. It's like at any point, I feel like I can start yeah. making movies or do TV or do fashion or, you know what I'm saying? So, I mean, that's like, that's inspiring, you know? It's like, it, it keeps keeps things fresh, like, 24-7. So, yeah. I don't know. Is that something you think about? Like, being able to kind of just really move fluidly through any, like, uh, medium of, like, inspiration. Move fluidly through any inspiration. Build a medium, you said medium of inspiration. Um, I don't think I inherently think about it as such, like that way. I would say that I want to move fluidly through any type of medium that does inspire me, but I think I mainly focus on Like, am I even listening to this inspiration? Like, am I even, like, grabbing on to it? You know, am I, am I holding on to it? Because I feel like when, it, when, I, when I do become inspired or when inspiration does just come knocking on my door, I really don't know what to do with it sometimes, bro, because it falls back on just wanting to be perfectionist or to try to figure out the idea or figure out what's inspiring me or making sense of it. But I think ultimately it is for sure a self thing because I'm so like, how can I even put this? It's like, I'm so like out of myself sometimes that I don't necessarily connect to the things that are like super close to me, like uh, inspirationally wise. Like I don't connect to what comes my way a lot of the time, if that makes sense. Or how can I explain it? Because it's it's weird. I have a weird relationship with motivation, inspiration, determination, all that shit. Because it's like some things last a second and you really have to hold on. Like you really got to grab it when it's there to for it to sort of grow into something or for it to just become something. But for me, I don't do that. Like I don't. You know, like I kind of, it's there and I'm just, you know, 
Why you think that is? Bro, I be having so many ideas and so many like thoughts. Like I, I, I think so much throughout the day that it's to a point where I think so much that then I become detached from everything else. Like I'm just in my head. Like I'm in my head so much about so many things. You feel like you, you an overthinker? I'm not a, I'm not an overthinker as much as I am a, I would say overachiever. Like I'm an overachiever, but I'm not. I don't. I wouldn't consider myself an overthinker. Like I don't become like anxious in my thoughts. I just, I don't necessarily know sometimes where to channel my thoughts, like where to compartmentalize, because they're all over the place. But I don't become anxious and sort of begrunt, uh, or whatever when I'm thinking about the things that I'm thinking about. Because as crazy as it may sound, man, I'm a very simple guy. Not as crazy as that might sound, but I'm saying, like, the context of what I'm about to say. So, like, I'm a simple guy, but the motor that I'm running on, it may not seem that way. Like, I may see, it may seem like I'm here, there, here, there, here, there, and sometimes I'm just here, you know? Absent-minded, I'm just here. I'm not even there. But when I'm there, when I'm, I'm there. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, to where I can't even focus, I guess, on the inspiration or something that's coming my way. Yeah, kind of be, be like an overload yeah. of ideas. Yeah, you know I mean? yeah. And then I you don't that. know what to do. Yeah. Like, you just don't know what to do. But like you said, even like you said, sometimes life isn't even about, like, you know, what, what am I supposed to do? Like, what am I doing? Like, what, that's not even... When the reason why I said that that's deep is because that's the motor that literally everybody runs on. What am I supposed to be doing? Like, I'm... 21 and I'm working at Best Buy, like, yeah. or I'm 18 and I'm not here. I'm 19, I don't have this car. Like, yeah. we're all looking to, it's, we're all looking to, like, fit into the mode of the things that we want and the things that we think we need or we see, which, again, connects back to social media. It's weird because social media is a very multifaceted su uh, subject. And so I feel like it can come up in every conversation I can have mm -hmm. because it literally applies to damn near everything, I feel like. Yeah. Social media is that layered, and I think when we're talking about having that go, go, go mentality or that anxious mentality of, man, what am I supposed to be doing? Like, I'm having a midlife crisis, and I'm only 16 years old. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I tell so many kids, not kids, but I tell so many younger people, like, that are teenagers, 15, 16, 17, even 20, I'm 23, bro. And like, I tell 20 year olds, bro, when you turn 21, when you turn 22, when you turn 23, every year is gonna be different, I'm telling you. You're gonna be a different person from, you're gonna be a different person than you were a year prior, trust me. You think that you, you're grown now, you think that you got everything under control, you think that you're smart, you think that you got all this knowledge now, wait till you turn 23 and see where you're at. I promise you, you're gonna be completely different. You're gonna be in a completely different headspace. So every year, mm -hmm. every year, like you felt, Pivotal change? Oh, yeah, bro. Yeah, that for sure. Because I moved to California. Well, I was in California for a year. Yeah, you When I was that. 20, yeah. Mm -hmm. So I lived out there for a year, and that changed my life because I was kind of... I went through a lot in California. Like, I went through a complete, like... Bro, I, I, I was facing my demons the entire time, bro. Mm. Like, I literally was going down so many different paths and I was struggling. It was a lot of spiritual warfare out there for me. I mean, I had fun. I met a lot of great people. But California opened me up in a great way. And it could have opened me up in a bad way, but it opened me up in a great way because I was able to see and expose myself to so many things that, you know, I never thought that I'd be exposed to. You know, it ultimately led me to being born again. 
And so that was great. You know, that's kind of what it ended up being for me. But I think from that year, I was 20. And then the next year, I came back to the crib. And it was pivotal because I was, at that point, I learned who I was as an artist. Mm -hmm. I knew who I was. I knew what I wanted to do. I knew exactly what lane I was in. Um, and so I was kind of just discovering myself more at 21. Then 22 comes. I'm sort of in a good space, traveling. You know, I got a little reputation. You know, like everybody's starting to see the work that I've been wanting them to see, right? I'm building some credibility. I'm meeting a lot of good people. I'm getting to a lot of rooms that I think, didn't think that I was going to be in at 22, right? And then leading up to now, 23. And this year has been such a pivotal change because now I'm doing the very thing that I've always wanted to do. Mm. It's this podcast, honestly. So, oh, yeah. Um, I'm kind of transitioning into that passion work, and I got the job that I want too. You know what I mean? I'm working my dream job. Yeah. So it's like a lot of things is is is, is pivotal, and but mentally, bro, it's like that's where I really where I'm like focused on when I'm talking to other people about it. Your mental, like how you see things. You know what I'm saying? Like if you're blessed enough to progress mentally and to to take in knowledge and to become wiser, right? Over the span of three, four years, I mean, just progressive through life. I think that's worth being aware of, because for me, you know, again, I'm not a, I'm not, it's one of those things where I'm not, um, I'm not like, so, so, what's the word I'm trying to figure out? Um, Now I'm drawing a blank, trying to figure out the words. I guess it's, I guess like going back, I'm trying to let me backtrack. Being in that position, right, Man. where you can be aware of that progression just through life, is worth it because then you'll be able to see everything kind of for what it is, right? You're in a space where you can receive things that you weren't able to receive when you were 16, 17, 18, by nature, you're, not, you're just not going to. Mm -hmm. um, you go through a process in which you feel like you're on top of the world. You feel like uh, you're everything. You feel like you're so full of yourself. You feel like you know everything, mm -hmm. right? You, know, you don't take a step back. You don't know how to be still. And that's what it's taught me, right? Like it's, it's taught me to just be still and to kind of take everything in. I take every day in like it's my last day. You know, I breathe slow, right? I move cautiously. My head's on a swivel. I want to learn, right? I'm in that space 24-7. I want to learn. Am I good at it all the time? No, I'm not perfect. I fail all the time, right? Every day I fail, but failure really isn't... Um, I don't think failing is a, is a processing thing. I think failure is a definitive thing. So failure isn't necessarily me making a mistake or falling short right here. Failure is me just accepting it and kind of moving in that direction and giving up. Mm -hmm. I'm done. It's over. Benito, I'm out of here. Like, that's failing. Mm -hmm. But as long as I can keep going, as long as I can learn more, as long, as long as I can make that mistake but then learn how not to or learn where I went wrong or listen to this advice from OG or... It's not really failure, really failure bro, because I'm consistently being... It's growth. Yeah. I'm being poured into like a flower. You know, you gotta you gotta water the soil, right? So I'm being poured into, and that helps me pour into other people. So ultimately, bro, just growing up, that's what it does. 
hopefully, because I mean, not everybody, not everybody's that aware. But like I said, if you're blessed to be that aware, to have that already, oh my goodness. I've met younger, I've met 15, 16 roles with that awareness at 15, 16. And so I'm just like, yo, stay the course. Like, don't become fully yourself. Don't become narcissistic. Don't think that you're just that one or you know it all, but always be in a position where you can learn. Yeah, Straighten your heart sure. posture yeah. and receive whatever it is that's being thrown your way and be aware enough to know what's foolish and what's wise, right? Like, I pray for wisdom all the time because I want to understand things. Sometimes it ain't fun to understand everything the way that I do sometimes, but it's worth it because I at least know what it is that I'm dealing with. And it helps me navigate through a lot of situations, bro. But, uh, but yeah, bro, like, that's just a high see growth. Yeah. No. Nah, for sure. Like, I mean, and that's a great mindset to have, by the way. Very, uh, very insightful words. You, you know, man. Anyway. <laughs> I had a vocabulary, but I had an, you know, encyclopedia. That was uh, I resonated with a lot of that, and like, I, cause I'm 24, like I said earlier, and for me, this year. You know, we're midway through the year now, I guess. But like this year is kind of where a lot of what you said started to really ring. You know what I'm saying? Before then, though, for me personally, I didn't really feel a difference every year. You know what I'm saying? Like 20, I was like, man, I'm in college. You know what I'm saying? And I, I got to, I got to school and kind of, like I was kind of there. Um not really knowing why I was there, you know. But um, I think for me, my whole early 20s just felt like um, a lot of time, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, you know, this isn't going anywhere. I can do this, you know. And it kind of felt, kind of, I guess, felt like every year it was kind of going through the motions. And 23, I will say, felt a little different. But 24, it felt like as soon as soon as as soon as my birthday hit, I was yeah. like, yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm like, oh, like, I'm like an adult, you know what I'm saying? Right. I'm like grown, yeah. you know yeah. what I'm saying? Exactly. Like, yeah. and it's 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 just like it's interesting to think about, you know, I guess. How life, how life will kind of hit you in that way, it, but why it's sparking certain thoughts? Because for me, um, I mean, I, I guess I've always been introspective. You know what I'm saying? I wouldn't necessarily say my head was always on a swivel. My head was probably not really on a swivel at all until now, and it's like, um. I guess I don't know. It's like I asked I asked that question like I asked you, you know, how did you feel each year? Because it's like the whole age paralleled with um I guess trying to figure out what to do in life and trying to figure out what matters in life and all that, how much of that how much of those things are relevant to each other. Like you said, having someone that's 15 that kind of is able to level themselves and then really 
you know, ask themselves the right questions, put themselves in a position where they can be good, you know what I'm saying, and stay on that course. It's like, I guess, what, how much, how much does age have to really do with that? How much of it is just personal, you know, personal upbringings or personal, like, experiences and stuff like that? Because, I mean, you went through an experience going to L.A. that probably, like, traveling across the country probably, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, that probably really was something that snapped a lot of things together for you. Like, just as far as, you know, figuring out what you want to do or, you know, things of that nature. Well, everything made sense, you know. I felt very comfortable in that transition. I was always like a nomad in a sense. I don't think that age has as much to do with it um, as a lot of people might attribute to it, but I think ultimately it has a lot to do, well, at least for me, it had a lot to do with just, I was just always wired that way, bro, honestly. Like, I was always kind of, like, I was always thinking the way, like, I was always thinking so, like, I was very introspective as well, but I was always, like, thinking, like, a kid could look at the sky and say, yo, the sky is blue. I say, man, the sky is blue. But look at that cloud, man, the cloud. I wonder, like, the particles of the cloud and why is it moving so fast, but it looks like it's moving so slow. I wonder what's above the cloud. Like, what are the stratospheres and the atmospheres and atmospheres? Like, what is, like, at five? Like, I'm thinking these things, seriously. Like, I'm not even kidding. So it's like, I had so much ramped up in me already, and it just translated into everything that I was doing in life. Um, and I attributed that to just, you know, a, a little bit of being, you know, just, I'm the youngest of six, so I had an older brother, two older brothers, three older sisters. Um, my older brother had a lot to do with it, you know what I'm saying? When I was growing up, I wanted to be just like him. So you had somebody to look up yeah. to. Yeah, pretty much, man. I had a role model growing up. He played football? Who? Your older brother? He played football in high school and Little League, and he, but he, he's really into baseball. So he played baseball all the way up until he got hurt, um, I think his junior or senior year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, yeah. So for me, I mean, it's a little bit of role model, a little bit of kind of it's already in me, I guess, mm -hmm. naturally. And yeah. then, you know, I, I, but I wouldn't limit anybody who's young to, oh, you only know this much. There's kids out here that are geniuses, man. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah, so, for sure. Yeah, man, it's it's one of those things. So I just, I, yeah, I don't necessarily uh, look at it as you had to be this old, whatever, whatever. It's not your way of life. Um, but I say that, I say that to say, uh, I think that, I think that this in itself is a great example of that genius, that introspect. At least from your end, man, I think you're really good at embracing that introspection because it's, 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 you're a very curious guy, I can tell. You know, and I think that I was, today at least I was very honored and I was very uh, grateful to experience it um, and to pull all of that out of you. Didn't know what to expect. And I said, Brian, I'm grateful, talk, talk I'm about, grateful too, come. gang. You know I'm grateful saying? too. So I appreciate that, bro. And um, I definitely do think that it's for sure going to be more. I know that for sure. But I definitely do um, think that whoever's watching, um, whoever's tuning in, streaming, this hopefully will be fruitful to you. And this hopefully will, you know, spark some sort of uh, 
idea or or question, if you will. Um, I hope that our conversation today was like like water to your plant, you know. Um, and if you you know if you're streaming, keep streaming. If you're watching this, please you know leave a comment, ask a question, right? Reach out uh, any of the platforms and like, subscribe, comment, and uh, you can come back at it with one more, a couple more. So thank you, uh, Godspeed. Peace community, love community, so yeah.